are you ready to organize your amazing ideas into a powerful book? It's time to write your book. Welcome to the Write Hour, nonfiction tips from the Write Coach. And I'm Joyce Blast, your host. I am so glad you joined me today. Hi, and welcome to Season 2 of The Right Hour. This is Episode 201, and today we're talking about what is slowing you down, standing in the way, or stopping you from writing your book. What are the four main blocks that most people face, and how can you work through them or around those blocks? So what is slowing you down, standing in the way, or stopping you from writing your book? I want you to pause for just a moment and think about that. You may have some ideas that are just clicking away in your head that you think of immediately, and some you need to think a little deeper. And of course, if you're driving, please do not write them down right now, but keep them in mind, and as soon as you can stop, write them down. But I do want you to take a minute, very quickly, there'll probably be three or four that just come right to mind, And I want you to ask this question two or three times and write down your response. I ask every prospective client during our best book ever session, it's a complimentary session that I offer to my prospective clients to see if how I can help them and if we're a good fit to work together and what they're working on. And in that session, most people have four main blocks that they talk about and We're going to talk about those in just a minute. But how can you overcome those blocks to writing? So you first you write them down. And then the next thing I want you to think about, okay, which ones do you have control over? What can you do about it? Which ones do you not have control over? You know, maybe you're moving, you have health issues, or you take care of someone who has health issues. You have responsibilities of a family and children. What can you do to create time to write? I want you to journal or write down some ways to make room for writing time in your life. There are probably places in your schedule that you could make time to write. So let's go into the four main blocks people face and how can you work around them or through them? So the first one is time. Many people have a demanding schedule and creating time to write is tough. You have a family to take care of and like I mentioned there may be physical health issues for you or a family member or maybe you take care of a special needs child which whatever the case may be but where can you make time? Sometimes you can't. You're stretched thin for a season. There's a prospective client I've been talking with probably since last fall and he's just in a very busy season right now he's finishing his MBA he has a family he it's also has a business on the side that he's working on and a full-time job so there isn't really a whole lot of time to work on writing right now but he does have the seed of an idea for a book that he really wants to write and so we're keeping in contact so when he's ready I'll be ready to help him but If that's not the case for you, if you're not in this season, it may possibly be that you can find ways for those little snippets of time or make it a priority, reprioritizing your day. 
getting up 15 or 30 minutes earlier and spending some time writing or taking 15 or 30 minutes before you go to bed working on your lunch break or you know after your dinner whatever works for you if find a time that you can have peace and quiet and can work as best you can sometimes there's not this perfect moment especially if you have children around but do the best you can and find time to do that make an appointment with yourself and keep it don't stand yourself up okay this is very simple to think about but very hard to implement a lot of the time and I understand because this is a struggle with me I will be honest with you the past couple months have been very hard on my writing time because my business is growing there's a lot going on with my clients I have a home that we've moved into last fall and so we're still doing things to unpack and get organized and just life you know family events and holidays and everything in between but I also started this podcast about two months ago and there was a big learning curve there was a lot of things I needed to learn and so it took time and I had to do it which took away time and creative energy from writing and I had to prioritize which was I gonna do writing or work on the podcast and right now the season was to work on the podcast but in the next week or two things are supposed to ease up for me and I hope to get back to my writing schedule I'm going to work on it make it my priority to do the first thing in the morning before my day gets crazy and busy and it gets to the end of the day and I'm like "Ah, I don't feel like it so and I'm sure you have the same thing so it's just finding that time and making time for it and giving yourself grace if you are in a busy season the other option is if you have very busy weeks and maybe you have children and activities or you've got vacations coming up or whatever may be the case what I want you to figure out and find a way is is there some time maybe on Saturday or Sunday you could have two or three hours to work on writing and it could be that you're working doing different things on those two or three hours you're not just working on one project you may be reading about writing and then writing um, a blog post or writing a short story or if you're writing a novel working on characterization if you're doing a nonfiction book which is what most of my listeners are is nonfiction uh, then that's the time to work on the outlines for different chapters do different parts of the book whatever that do a little research because there's research involved in most books even novels so mix up that time that doesn't mean you have to sit down for three hours and, and straight right straight unless that works for you most people that does not but if that works for you do that otherwise mix up the time if you're going to do a block of time for two or three hours to work on it and you may be able to do that Saturday and Sunday and ask if you're married and have children running around and ask your spouse if you could have that time and they take care of the children while you have that time to yourself and vice versa you know give them some time to do something for themselves so that you don't feel like or or they don't feel like they're being taken advantage of and some men or, or some spouses whether it could be your wife it could be your husband whoever may not mind at all they, they might find it enjoyable so it just depends on your family situation and dynamics but 
ask and find a way and you will figure it out if you really want to write your book you will find a way to overcome this block of your time finding time and making the time and creating an appointment and sometimes the I call it the excuse of not finding time is you don't know really what to do with your time and so you kind of procrastinate off procrastinate it off saying I don't have time and that could be just more of a <laughs> easy for me to say procrastination technique than it really is an issue the next thing is fear and fear takes many forms and there can, there are many many different kinds of fears but in general most of the fear is I'm not good enough to write on the topic I want to write about or I'm just not a very good writer at all and I struggle with that I don't understand grammar rules and everything so here's my suggestion for this if you don't feel like you're a good enough writer for your topic some of that may be just invalid fears that you are scared some of it may be valid and you need to take some time to learn some more about your topic and when you do that and you make some time to research and read about your topic your confidence will grow the other thing is do blog posts about your topic write something smaller and shorter and work your way up to a book and when you're writing for an audience it really changes how you write because it forces you to be alert to your words and your presentation you also gain confidence in your writing when you write consistently by sharing your work with some friends or asking for honest critique from a writing friend that is another great way to overcome this fear of not feeling good enough when you have people who maybe just sort of know you or know you well and they are interested in your topic too and they give you an honest critique then that gives boosts you up because sometimes we don't know how much more we really know than others we don't realize it because it becomes second nature because we know it it so comes to us so easily we think everyone knows this and they don't so becoming an expert simply means that you know a little more than another group of people do you don't have to know everything and the more you work on your topic and grow as a in your career in your field then the better you'll be just like with me and a writing coach the more I help people the more my confidence grows and the more I understand about all of the writing I did not start off editing and writing and knowing everything I've learned a lot of it along the way teaching others and it's the same thing with you you'll learn along the way another way to overcome this fear is find a really good critique group now I'll give you a little warning this is kind of like finding a mate and dating you your first group may not be your best fit but go try and then if you if this first group doesn't work out try a different group until you find the right group and when you find the right group then you will know how powerful it is to be with somebody once a month and they you give them your work beforehand and then you can discuss it and really get their feedback and you can hear some really good things and you, 
because they will see things that you don't see. Every time I've had my work critiqued by someone, I it's wonderful because they see things that I didn't see. They're giving me their viewpoint and they're helping me understand how I can better relay the information or better share the story. So critiques are a good thing. Do not be scared of them. Look for them. Look for ways to be critiqued. Then the next thing is read like a maniac. Everything you can about the craft and business of writing, as well as many books as you can, and as many different genres that you can possibly read. Because the more you read and different things, you'll see how different writers put their work together. You'll see how they use humor and story. They'll see, you'll see how they used um, all of their their words and their sometimes their sentence structure. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. Or how they put the words together. You know, you a line may just jump out at you and go, wow, that's really cool. I like how they said that. I can imagine what they're saying because they give you such a vivid word picture and that's what you want to do. You want to read a lot to help know what good writing is and you may pick out some bad writers and you may see, oh, because there is a book that I was reading recently and it's by a writer but he has that and it feels like every other sentence. It's not quite that bad but it feels like it and that drives me nuts because that is not that necessary and if you, if you listen to me on any of my videos and I don't know that I've said it in podcast yeah I did say it in podcast it was um I think it was 106 after the draft with Colleen that we talked about the word that so if you want to know my issue with that go listen to episode 106 and you'll know my issue with that <laughs> But the next thing is go to writer's conference and learn more. I am so excited. I'm going to a writer's conference on Sunday and I went last year and I learned so much and I'm so excited. I can't wait to go this year, but it's not just what I learned. It's the connections I've made and the people that I now know and I get to go back and see again and learn more from and people that are pretty high standing in the publishing world that I get to connect with and talk to and they help me learn so much and last year I helped was able to bounce some ideas off about my novel that I'm working on and it really helped give me some direction so going to a writer's conference is key to helping overcome your fear of not feeling good enough or not feeling like you're a very good writer period so make sure you find a conference. The conference I'm going to that I absolutely love is the Blue Ridge Mountains Christian Writers Conference. There are conferences all over the U.S. so just look up Google Writers Conferences and I am sure you can find one near you or if you love the Blue Ridge Mountains like I do feel free to come. It's every May so it'll be next May. It's the I think the 21st to 25th next year. And you can always find the dates. It's blueridgeconference.com is the website. So I'll link that in the show notes. But don't also, this fear of not knowing grammar rules or not writing good enough, I want you to know there are way, things that can help you. The first thing is use one of the software programs that you can check your grammar. There's Grammarly, 
and Pro Writing Aid. I have the links to those in the show notes. Both of those are excellent. They are subscription-based, so they're not exactly cheap, but if you want to become a better writer and you want to learn more and have some help and have some confidence in your writing, then I highly suggest at least starting with Grammarly. It's less expensive than Pro Writing Aid. And what I love about Grammarly is also you can put it on your browser and it's on my phone, so it checks everything everywhere. So like my Facebook post when I'm working on the computer, it's checking them for me and on my app, on my phone, it it checks um, everything when I'm doing it. So you can use it everywhere. That is one thing to help you. The other thing is remember, after you run it through something like Grammarly or Pro Writing Aid, then you still need an editor and an editor is what we do, because I'm an editor, and what we do is we actually help you make your writing stronger. We make it, the prose just beautiful. We make it easy to read. We fine tune and make it tighter and more interesting so that your reader is not falling asleep because you've said I, 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 I for the past six sentences, <laughs> you know. It really helps you with having an editor. And we talk about that again. That was another one I talked about in Podcast 106 with Colleen, the importance of hiring an editor. So know that you don't have to know every grammar rule. You want to know as much as you can and learn more. But to be a good writer does not mean that you know all the English grammar rules perfectly backwards and forwards and you know how to write in beautiful prose. The main thing is you know how to get your story out into the paper and create it and craft it into an interesting way that then it can be cleaned up. Because that's half the battle. Half the battle is getting it out on paper. So that is my suggestion. Just write and then worry about editing. And you'll hear if you listen to any of my podcasts, you know that that's what I say. Just write first, make it pretty later with editing. The next thing is you're overwhelmed with the process of writing. You're not really sure where to start. Well, learn to break it down. And this is what I love helping my clients do is break the writing process down into baby steps. When you think of, when you say, hey, I'm going to write a book, that sounds so big and ominous, right? You've got so much to do, but where do you start? Well, the first place that I always recommend you to start is use the four steps to the right book series to start your book. That link is in the show notes. That is a four-part email series that I've created for you to start your book. And in that series, you will learn the steps of how to create a framework and where to begin and organize your ideas. So you can go to the rightcoach.biz forward slash 104 and that's the how to start a book podcast. And On there is a link to download the four steps to the right book series. So it is a four part series. So hopefully um, you will read all four parts and that will help you with that. Plan your writing times. Now in that four part series, I do have a writing planner. So this will help you when you go to say, I'm going to work on my writing today. Know what you're going to work on. Know, okay, today I'm going to outline chapter one. And then I'm going to work on my intro. 
and then I'm going to edit chapter one on the on Tuesday and I'm going to start chapter two on Wednesday by outlining it and then Thursday I'll write it and Friday I'll edit it do you see what I'm saying there now you you have a plan and you know what you're going to do now if your plan gets messed up that's okay you don't get to everything on Saturday Sunday Monday Tuesday Wednesday like you want that's all right don't get too frustrated with yourself know that you have a plan and keep working the steps in order and you don't actually have to write your book in order by the way just throwing that out there nonfiction books you don't uh, fiction books a little bit different story and you've kind of got to make sure that everything's working there and that's a whole different ball game and we're not talking about fiction but with nonfiction typically your chapters can stand alone and if you want to write chapter 10 first because you got a it's burning in your heart then go ahead and write chapter 10 first you can always go back and edit it if you need to add something to it or take it away or move it somewhere else but know that you have that freedom to do that and then the first thing I always tell my clients to do is just free write your ideas out and I talk about this in the four steps to write your book series is dump all your ideas out on paper or computer and remove them from cluttering up your mind when you do that then you've got all these ideas out there and you, then you can organize them in the four steps to the right book so those four steps are essentially questions of how you are going to write your book you know what's the overall topic what is the specific topic you want to talk about what's the outcome you want for your reader what do you want them to think feel or do after they read your book that's key so then you go through and you organize your ideas using the four steps to the right book that I teach in the email series and with that so now you've done a free write and you go organize those ideas that was what's going to help you overcome the overwhelm breaking it down into steps another thing is having some support and I have this link in the show notes too is join the write my book nonfiction group on Facebook this is where you can find support and connection with other writers I'm very involved in this group it's the group I created and in this group you will find the support and connection that you need to help you with your journey you feel free to ask questions and I will answer or someone else in the group will answer and they will help you with that and then the next thing is okay then this is the other block so the the first three blocks are time fear overwhelm okay the last one is and it kind of goes with overwhelm but it's a it's a little bit different too is you just don't know how to organize your notes and ideas into a written work I, I hear that a lot I, I don't know where to start I don't know how to organize my ideas that's where the four-step writing plan comes in and you create a framework that gives organization to help you with your writing the other thing is to organize the ideas is I suggest you use Evernote to organize all your ideas and research and I have a link in the show notes on how to use Evernote if you're not familiar with it if you're not sure how it works or if it may give you some ideas even if you want to do paper how to organize your paper content in Evernote you can tag things and you can put them in notebooks tagging is powerful because you can tag them multiple things which is like 
putting something in multiple folders. It's the same document, but in multiple folders makes it easier to find because then you can look it up different ways. So follow the instructions on how to use Evernote. Learn how to do that. What I love about Evernote is you can clip web pages into Evernote. So if you have a website that has great information on it, then you can all you have to do is clip on the have a web clipper is a download app, browser, extension, whatever you want to call it on your browser. It's on Evernote.com. If you look up Evernote Web Clipper, if you just Google it, it will come in and you're on your browser and I explain how to do all of that on the Evernote video. But then you have that whole page and all the links are live. So if you ever want to go back out to that page, you just click on it in Evernote and it will take you back out there. I do not have folders. And this is the other thing that why I love Evernote. I do not use folders on my browser. I don't use folders in ever in my email to keep up with things because I can email into Evernote. I can put web notes into Evernote. I can put images and audio in Evernote. I can put Excel and Word documents in Evernote if I want to. Everything can be in Evernote that you need. And so that is why it's so powerful because you can put all your research in one place. That then, if you follow these four steps to write your book, that will help you create your outline and framework like we talked about for your book. And you do it for the entire book. You follow those four steps for the entire book. And then you do those four steps again for each chapter. And here's the tip. If you ever get stuck on a step and you're not really sure, okay, what I want to say here or really what's the best way to... Um, share this information. If you've ever get stuck, free write your thoughts out. That's what I do a lot of times if I'm not sure how I want to share something. I'll just start writing it out as if I was talking to somebody. Just imagine someone sitting there and they're asking you, okay Joyce, how do I start writing my book? And I would sit down and I would go, okay, well the first thing I would suggest you do is you outline or do a free write to create your outline whatever it is. So those are the things that you want to share, you know, the steps. What steps would you tell them to take? What so ask yourself questions like you somebody was interviewing you about your information. Ask yourself questions and that will help you come up with the information that you really want to share in a logical and powerful manner. So it all boils down to this. You want to face your fear or the blocks by writing them down. You know what? You take away the power from them when you write it down. And then you make a plan to work through them or around them. If you have children, you figure out when you can write. If you have health issues, you figure out the best time for you to write. And there may be periods of time if you have health issues that you can't write. Don't beat yourself up. It's okay. You do what works for you. And then if you have, say you have a busy schedule, uh, you work, you have a family, whatever it is, see if a weekend time to write two or three hours would work for you. And, and you could break up those two or three hours. You could do an hour in the morning, an hour in the afternoon, an hour in the evening, whatever, but make the time and plan the time out. And here's the other tip. Your first draft is going to be crappy. And it's okay. 
it's okay if your first draft is crappy. Editing is a beautiful process and you can have others help you refine it and make it a stronger book and a more powerful book. Don't worry about it. Nobody makes a beautiful first draft, okay? Keep that in mind. So if you're struggling with one or all of these, tackle one of these blocks at a time and then move to the next one. Go through the steps and then go through the next one. Give yourself grace and time to work through the, the blocks. Sometimes we fear creating a book because we all we see is this big project. We're not, we don't see where it's gonna lead us. I love Stephen Covey. He was known for this line, begin with the end in mind. What do you have a burning passion to share about? And is it your story to help others overcome their challenges similar to yours? Or is it the process or system you learn to make your life or business easier and more efficient? Whatever you want to write about, give yourself permission to learn and grow. And I'm here for you as the right coach cheering you on. You can do this. You can write this book. Just like athletes, they train and they work hard and they have coaches. And sometimes they have different coaches helping them. There's a health coach, a strength training coach. There's the nutrition coach. All of those coaches do different things to help them out and they are learning and they're refining and they are taking this all in and they work hard there's blood sweat and tears and you know what writing is a lot of fun it is but you have to learn how to do it and you can make that fun too if you don't dread it just be open to the process and learn and know it's going to take time to work at it and i want you to know i'm here for you and like I said, I would love to see you in the Write My Book group so that I can be there for you and cheer you on. So if you've never had an English teacher tell you how much they loved your writing, you can still write a book. I didn't have anybody tell me that, and I still write, and I love it. And if you have a desire in your heart, take the time to learn to be the writer you want to be. Enjoy the process. Each day you're going to learn more and you're going to grow in this practice and craft of writing. And a year from now and 10 years from now, you will see all these steps you've taken and I hope a lot of books that you've written. And so let's do this thing, right? You're going to write your book this year. So in review, if you have been struggling with any of these blocks, identify the block. And when you know what it is, then you can do something about it. You take away for the power from it when you know what it is and you choose to do something about it. So choose one to focus on and then make a plan is the next step to work through the block and use some of the suggestions above that or go ask people, you know, this is what I figured out that's holding me back. What's a way that I can maybe work through this or around this? And I'm sure friends or other writer friends will help you. And if you have more than one block to work through, then repeat the steps one and two, and you will be moving full steam ahead in no time on your book. So thank you for joining me today. This is episode 201 and season two of The Right Hour. I am so glad you joined me, and I will look forward to seeing you in the Write My Book group please come join me. Answer the question so I can know a little more about you. 
And don't worry if you aren't, uh, you know, a writer or, I mean, sorry, well, hopefully you're a writer. But if you're not a, a speaker or a business owner, don't worry about it. I'm going to let you in the group. I just want to know where people are at. And I'm glad you've been here today. And I will see you next time with the Right Hour. Thank you for joining me today on the Right Hour, nonfiction tips from the Right Coach. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and listen on your favorite app each week. Leave a review and let others know how they can learn about the craft and business of writing. It's time to write your book.